What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Trisha Paytas, welcome to Call Her Daddy. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Daddy Gang, we're going to be really honest with you right now. We were just recording for a solid 10 minutes. We were cruising down the freeway. We were thriving. And then we realized it wasn't recording. And it was gold. Those 10 minutes were gold. And we can't recreate it. You're like, pretend we didn't do any of that. I'm like, ah, I can't recreate that gold. Everything was going amazing. So if you guys feel like we're a little on edge here and ready, like ready to end it all, it's because we are. Okay. Um, I was saying to you, Trisha, yes. congratulations. You just announced yeah. your second child. Tell me how you're feeling again. <laughs> I feel very excited from the beginning. I'm like, do we go through everything we just said? Yeah. I Where think... did the names come from? I always left yes. Elvis in Malibu before no. the movies came out. <laughs> from 10, I'm a middle child, older sister, brother, younger sister. You're the baby. No. Who are you closer with? Brother or sister. You're like, I'm going to get in trouble and that's when it cut. You guys, we literally went through. Okay, no, we are doing it again. How are you feeling? Talk to me about good. all the food that you can eat because you're pregnant. Oh, I just feel. Oh, yeah, that's what we were saying. It's yeah. like, see, now I forgot already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like usually I do eat what I want, but I feel guilty about it. Now I just eat what I want and don't feel guilty because, you know, you're like growing a baby. So. You're growing a baby. You're yeah. allowed to just like shove food into your mouth and no one can get mad at you yes. or judge you. It's like, fuck off. I'm pregnant. Leave yeah. me alone. And most of the time I don't care what other people think. It's usually what I think. So it's usually like, oh, no, I don't feel bad. Now I'm like, oh, I'm not judging myself. And I can sleep all that I want. Usually I like, oh. I got to be busy. I got to do it. But now I just take naps and I don't feel any guilt. Oh, <laughs> love you're it. napping and you're eating. Yeah, it's I'm, the best. I'm so happy for you. That's why I love being pregnant. <laughs> you said you want more than two. Well, we thought two. I don't know. I don't know. We don't have two yet. One is very difficult. Right. In my head, I'm thinking like four, you know, because we were talking about how three is like hard. So I was like, it's two or four. Okay. Yeah. I know I already <laughs> asked you this, but just to set the scene yes. for people. Where did you grow up? I was split my time between Illinois and California. My dad was in California and my mom was in Illinois. So I went back and forth a lot. I quit school a lot to like be homeschooled and stuff. And then I'd go back into school. Like I was constantly doing that because I loved I loved like the lifestyle here in California with my dad. But, you know, my mom is what I used to. And like we lived in a town of like a thousand people back in Illinois. So it was like two extremes. Oh, yeah. wow. Wait, were you closer with your mom or your dad? Um, I mean, definitely my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my dad, I saw like the summers. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but my dad, I think in that though, I thought my dad was so cool because he was like in California. And I was right. like, even though like obviously he was the worst of the parents. My mom literally raised us. So I always felt bad saying like my dad was the best. I feel like that happens so much yeah. when you come from divorced parents. The one that's like the cooler one is actually just the one that never had to like instill any boundaries or like tell you like you're grounded because you did this yeah or like just was not the one parenting as much oh yeah and then you grow up and you're like oh yeah dad maybe (laughs) not as fabulous as mom putting in all the work all the work my mom works four jobs bus driver bartender all this stuff like that and I'm like I love my dad more. It was like so weird. But yeah, especially at the wedding. We had a wedding and like my dad walks us down the aisle and gives the speech and my moms don't get anything at the wedding and they do all the work. I kind of felt bad. That's a good point. Yeah. And my mom still helps us out. She's like watching our daughter right now. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. 
can you kind of paint the picture though like before high school Mm -hmm. just like of your childhood I feel like obviously so much of like who we are is from our childhood and I know you just mentioned like your mom was working for jobs like can you kind of just paint the picture growing up in Illinois with your mom um yeah we lived in like these farm towns and they were yeah there were less than a thousand people we kind of moved around a little bit because I don't know I just never liked school and um yeah it was just small it was a small town it was a farm town so everyone and my mom like was from there so it was just like farm town my grandparents were on a farm and there, there's just not much to it to be honest yeah. it's really just it was so boring and I just I hated it I haven't been back since so I think I left at 17 and I have not been back since oh my god do you think if you landed in Illinois like would you get triggered yeah yeah for sure even just going to Chicago which is like two hours from where I could live I'm like not Illinois no, no. I uh-huh. kind of relate to that though and I think a lot of people especially during the holidays like I've seen people always say like it's triggering to go back to your hometown because one I think we like repress so many memories and two it's just like it just reminds us of a version of ourselves that like if you were cool in middle school and high school like kudos to you but like I wasn't I was like not really either I wasn't like bullied really I mean a little tiny bit like everybody but I wasn't cool either so I was just I just neutral just everywhere just kind of neutral what did you want to be when you were growing up a famous (laughs) Famous. I just wanted to be famous. And this was before like reality TV. So I was like, I need to be a singer or an actress. Stop. But I can't do either of them. But I came out to do it because <laughs> that's all you got famous back then. So when you're sitting in Illinois, are you like, are, were there any like TV shows or magazines or anything that you were watching or like people you were like, I want to be like that I person? I mean like Britney Spears, Obviously. of course. Yeah. Did you tell people in your town you wanted to be famous? Yeah, I was most, I was voted most likely to be famous in one, and I think two of my yearbooks, I was most likely to be famous. Yeah, just because I like was... I just liked attention. And like I said, I don't know. I just, I feel like I always stood out. You know, I feel like you just kind of know if you have like a little it factor, you know. So I knew I had something, but I was like, it wasn't talent. <laughs> so I was like, how do I parlay this? Going back to high school, like, did you have a lot of girlfriends? Like, no. No. I was, I was, I wouldn't say to pick me, but I definitely was like, girls are dumb. I used to be that, I used to be the girl that like did not like girls because of that reason. Because I was just intimidated I just thought oh no guy's gonna look at me if I'm in a room of girl I just was not a girl's girl like it took me a while um now I'm only a girl's girl and like can't stand like men <laughs> but it took me a while I definitely was insecure never wanted to be around girls you know what I mean I just I think I was always a girl hater especially just like I just never felt good enough I never felt skinny enough pretty enough mm. I never had boyfriends until I was like yeah. 30 so yeah no I think that's relatable though of like when especially when we're younger like we're constantly comparing ourselves in rooms because at that age it's also like what guy likes what girl and if you're not getting picked then you feel like a loser and you feel like fuck like I wish I looked like them and then it's just this comparing game that you can never win definitely so it's hard to like I had that a lot where I like my best friend was like the gorgeous one and I was always like I love you so much but like fuck me yeah don't be around me right like can you move a little to the fucking right because you look too good in parties and I'd be like I'm literally never gonna get chosen if you are sitting next to me yeah and it's hard with girls but it's like now I look back and I'm like oh my god it wasn't actually about us competing with each other it was about the men that we were trying to like appease their standards and it had nothing to do with the girls like liking each other or not no. it was all a be- based off of if guys like of us. course with everything with acting with anything it's just like you know it's just what they what they approved of what they liked and it had nothing to do with you so Dude, I know so I wish I would have found my own lane earlier because I and I do love pretty girls I'm like I actually like am obsessed with pretty girls I just like was just too scared to be around them <laughs> 
no it is intimidating like yeah. I agree like you and and also it's hard to not be envious of like yeah. I wish I had what you have and like I wish I was you but at the end of the day once you get to know those people a lot of times they've got their own shit oh for like, sure they're not perfect either oh no for sure I was always envious of you I was very envious of you I remember like when I I think it was like 2019 2018 you girls were on impulsive and I remember being like and I didn't know anything about podcasts I didn't know how people got podcasts and I remember just being so jealous I was like wow they have a job where they're just like talking and talking about sex I was like I could do that that could be me and I was like how did they get this and you girls were so much younger so I was like so jealous and then obviously when you get your Spotify deal I was just like oh my god you know I was I was that person who was so jealous so. Dude, it's so funny Trisha because <laughs> I remember just like watching you on YouTube so often really? and I would be so jealous of you because before I started my career I'm like I wish I had Trisha's platform I wish I could like sit on YouTube and like do what she does that's crazy because I was like alone and crying all the time <laughs> Like, I wish I could be that person. Dude, that is so crazy that we're yeah. both like, oh, I was jealous of you. Oh, for sure. I definitely was. I definitely was just like, I don't get caller daddy. I definitely was. So when I did this, I was like, all I know is that clip is going to be resurfacing. So let me just go ahead no. and say it. It's so funny because I had one of my really good friends now. She went on a podcast at one point and was like, I don't get the caller daddy girl stick. It's so fucking dumb. Why are they acting like that? They're like acting like little whores. Like I, I'm the first person. And yeah. I think that we can talk about that too with your career of like by having a a career on the internet you just say so much stuff and okay. half of the time in the beginning days I felt like I also said stuff that I regret and I remember in those OG days back in the day with my old co-host like we when we started to get desperate for views we would like say stuff oh, about yeah. celebrities and I'm so deeply embarrassed yeah. that we said those things but I know it wasn't coming from a place of like actually being like mean girls it was I know from my POV it was genuinely just like how do we stir shit up yeah and if you can teeter this line that's so unhealthy and you just become like how do we get more how do we get more oh yeah and I'm like why did I say that so if that clip resurfaces I wouldn't give a fuck <laughs> I, was like, I oh, literally no. wouldn't Trisha because yeah. I first of all you didn't know me yeah you had never met me I was like, just jealous 100% <laughs> because honestly as soon as they called for this like literally like my management from Canada flew in they're like this is I'm like yes this is the biggest thing you know what I mean so I think but I really try in the past especially since being 30 I really try now to really just not hate on girls even if like everyone's hating on them I really try to find like even with Jada Pinkett I'm like I try to find like the good side of this I'm like you know she dealt through a lot now she can so I try to I try to keep it positive with every girl you know I agree you're yeah. right I think what we can both understand is like being in the media a lot of times when we do the stupidest shit is when we're hurting the most mm. and so trying to find like any type of empathy for anyone when you see someone like acting out it's like well, what the hell are they going through? There's still people that like I can like, oh, I just can't find the silver lining. But I just go, I scroll past. But now I don't like to say anything. I'm like, let me just, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. So I, I feel like I've matured a lot and like I don't really like hate on girls. Yeah. But if there is a girl that annoys you, and there is, like I just annoy some people, just, you know, I just keep it going. Like, it just makes you look bad. Like I just look so bad. Like you said, I just look so bad talking like so much crap about people. But I really can tell you, like it came always from a place of like jealousy, always. Like I used to talk about like the D'Amelios when they were like 18 and 16. And I was just like, I was so jealous that I wasn't me, but I was like 30 years old being like oh my god you're spitting out a snail how ungrateful like you know they're 18 <laughs> no but I also think that comes from a place too of like people on the internet then probably like writing to you being like saying mean things about like oh I get it now like relevancy or like age as a oh. woman and it's like a as a woman if you're past the age of 21 you're like old as fuck oh yeah and you're outdated and so naturally that's gonna cause resentment of us feeling like when you see younger girls but yeah. really we shouldn't be mad at younger girls we should be mad at society and mainly men yeah. being the ones that tell us like after a certain age you're not valued anymore it's a thousand percent and it's true like, 
Right. Fuck off. <laughs> right, exactly. Fuck you. Um, I love it. I wanna, no, it's true. It is true. I want to talk about you going to LA. So uh-huh. you graduate high school, and I remember reading like the day after you moved to LA. Yeah, like literally the day of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your plan and what was your job when you got to LA? Um. Well, I initially moved with my dad. Okay. So that was the first thing. I like lasted about, he wanted me to go to college. So I went to like ugh, two weeks of like community college. It did not work out because I never had a math class in my life in high school. So I took like a pre algebra and I like had no idea what was going on. So I was like, I drop out. Um, and so, yeah, I got on a TV show right away that I got on a show called The Greg Barrett Show. It was like filmed at Culver Studios. It was like a syndication show. It was like a talk show. And so I did like 10 episodes of that. I was in SAG after. So I was getting like, you know, $1,700 an episode, which was like so much. It was great. And then I got another show with Stan Lee called Who Wants to Be a Superhero. It was on Ooh. sci-fi. So I was like crushing it. But I was like 18 and then like 19 hit. And then I kind of like, ooh, I had no money, nothing. And then that's when I did the whole stripping, escorting. Well, I wouldn't even say escort. I was like a hooker on the street. But I like to say escorting. It sounds like fancier. Trisha, slow down. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Trisha's like, I can go. I love how fast you can talk. You're like, I can go through my entire life story. And Literally. Like, I'm like, Trisha, we need to like get an hour. I'm like, we're at 18. And I'm like, we got to get to 35. <laughs> okay. First of all, I'm dying yeah. at your math comment because I was so fucking bad at math. Shout out to Oscar. He was this kid in my math class that he would, I would sit next to Oscar and I would pretend I'm writing my whole math class, do, 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 doing nothing. Then when Oscar was done his, he would hand me his test and I would hand him my test and he would take oh my, my test for me. And he would like even like change like his writing to be more girly. Wait, and then Oscar would hand me back my test and I would go hand it in. And I'm like, Oscar, I knew he was like going to Harvard or something. And I was just like not meant for math. And I just <laughs> knew like there's there's going to be a phone for a reason that has a calculator. Yeah. I don't need to know like the square root of things. You manifested or you knew? There were um, already cell phones back then. There <laughs> We didn't have cell phones in high school, so I don't know. We did have cell okay, phones, okay. but you know, <laughs> and I, I just like manifested this is going to happen one day. I was like, "Wow, you made the iPhone happen." <laughs> Honestly, I absolutely will take credit for that. <laughs> I'm dead. Yes, I absolutely made the iPhone happen for sure, 100. percent And then I no, I was like, I just knew I didn't need math in my fucking life because I knew I wanted to be in inter- entertainment. Did you ever cheat in school? No, I've never had friends. So <laughs> like, my friends were literally like I said, I was just like hitting up like celebrities, just trying to be like, hey. But I've never had friends in school. Never had friends now. I'm just not a friend person. I don't know. Okay. But I'm really trying now with my daughter. I really am like being trying to be as social as possible. Like okay. we're going to birthday parties for her because I just don't want her to grow up like that with like no friends. I don't really mind. It doesn't make me sad because I don't know any different. Yeah. And also I'm just like not a great friend because I'm not someone to like hang out with all the time. I've just never been that person. So, but I'm trying out for my daughter. Like we got to make her friends, make sure she's social. And yeah. Okay. Let's talk about you saying so casually when you're talking this fast, you're like, okay. And then I'm going to just I know you talk fast kind of, too. I love it. We can like, talk so yeah, fast. You said you have an hour. So I was like, let's no. get it in an hour. Our <laughs> podcast goes like three and a half hours. So I'm like, I got to get it all in. We, no, I was more saying, Trisha, we need to at least get to an hour. You're going to talk about your whole life story in 30 seconds. You're like, okay. So then I went to this. I know. I know. Um, okay. So you got finally after mm-hmm. like you were in LA for a second. Mm-hmm. You were having some success and then you just casually were like, and then I became a stripper and an escort, but not really what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had like no money. I was just like running out of money. My mom like was helping me as much as she could. And then she kind of ran out of money. I like maxed out her cards and stuff. So we all ran out of money. Um, She had a husband at the time. So she was like living with him and she was like fine. But my dad was not in the picture at all. Like he hated that I moved out, like cut me off completely. So I had like no help, no money. And so I didn't know what to do. I didn't like, I wasn't educated. Like, you know, I didn't have a college degree. So I had no idea. I, cu- I tried to do like the regular jobs, you know, like making smoothies and stuff, but that was just like, ugh, not for me either. And I just, you know, love the stripper life as like in movies. Like I loved it. I thought it was like so glamorous. So I was like, this is going to be for me. But like my stripper life was not glamorous. I was like literally at like 
Canoga Park, like Van Nuys, like Godfathers. It was like super sketchy. Oh. I wanted to be at Spearmint Rhino, but that was like the bougie pretty girls with the fake boobs already. <laughs> I was in like, I don't know. This was, if you know Godfathers, it's just like sketchy. Um, So yeah, I had a stripper life. And then, yeah, then I just, you know, I think casually then you just start because like Hansa Palveta there is like a bunch of hookers. Like yeah. so I just casually started like going on the street because you just get more money that way. You don't mm-hmm. split up with the club and stuff like that. But um, I was like I was kind of like out of my mind there. I would never I don't consider myself like an addict but I definitely was like, using a lot back okay. then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I ask what you were using? Back then it was just like I did a lot of coke. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of like <sighs> I didn't do meth until like 2019 but I did do stuff that I didn't know. Maybe it was like you know the ones where you snort with like rocks. I don't know if that's meth. I don't know what it was. Oh. But I was like snorting rocks. Yeah. I literally didn't know what any of the drugs were. I just know I did a lot of – just everything was snorting. Okay. And one was like really rocks. Like it was just like hurt my nose all the time like that. And so uh, I was just, just – yeah, I was just doing a lot of that stuff. I was just like out of my mind. Honestly, whatever people gave me. And at 18 and 19, you're just kind of like don't care. You know, mm. I didn't care. I was like I don't really care where my life goes. When you said your dad cut you off, like what happened? Oh, just because, like, I didn't want to do school, and oh. he's just like, I'm not going to support you, and, oh. yeah, I mean. You were on your yeah. own. Yeah, so I was like, okay. Were you scared at all whenever you were stripping? Like, were there any moments where you, like, got into situations where you're like, I am, like, a little scared? Oh, yeah, I feel like all of it, like, going home with guys all the time. Like, yeah, yeah it's crazy that, like, I'm alive. It all scared me. Um, I guess at the time, you just didn't get scared, because you don't think about it, right? No, I I get that. I think it's like when you almost like can get into something that you just kind of fall into, Mm -hmm. and then you can almost just like keep going down that rabbit hole, and you almost don't know when like to stop or when to like check yourself, because again, you're right at that age. Like if you don't have someone like that's a parent being like, stop it, Mm -hmm. you kind of can just start to go wild and like not know like what is bad, what is good. And I'm finding myself and I'm figuring myself out. And if you didn't have friends, like you kind of had no one probably to compare yourself to. Like my friends aren't doing this. Had you ever done drugs before you went to LA? No, no. I was super good. I never drank. Like I just didn't, I wasn't having like sex in high school or something like that because I just never, I never was that person. I don't know. So maybe I just thought like LA, be wild. You know what I mean? I thought, and again, I think being insecure I just was like you thought like having sex meant like you're so attracted like everybody wants you you know right and you get paid for it like that's actually insane like to me I was like oh my gosh like people are gonna pay me to have sex with them that's wild you're right though I I can see what you're saying of like going from like being in a position where you're like oh like I wanted to be liked Mm -hmm. by these men and then to get this profession where like they all love you and they're all paying attention to you but then I can imagine like the drugs probably made you get into situations like could you share any stories of just like situations you got into that you woke up and you're like why did this happen oh my gosh I mean honestly a lot of them that I like blacked out I mean Mm -hmm. really just I mean I've been kidnapped a bunch of times where it's just like you wake up in like a truck and the truck's moving and stuff like that yeah Trisha yeah pause (laughs) sorry what yeah I got kidnapped well I guess I don't know if it's kidnapping if you're over 18 but I was 19 I think (laughs) I've been abducted, I guess. It's kidnapping, no matter if you're 45 <laughs> wait, or really? 50. Yes. I could be kidnapped at 35. Yes. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, I was, yeah. Can you walk me? But it's like, it's in the sense where it's like, I don't know where I'm at. Like, I go with somebody and all of a sudden you wake up, you're like, oh, in someone's truck and stuff like that. At one point in your life, you woke up in the back of a truck. I mean, multiple times. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, it's crazy. There's like... And you know, back then, again, you don't think in the other. You're like, well, I went with this person willingly. So, then, yeah, you just don't think about stuff like that. When you would wake up in the back of those trucks, like, what did you do? You kind of just don't do anything. Well, you know, you're, like, coming off a of drug. So you kind of just, like, let things happen. You're just oh. like, oh, and then they, like, let you off or something like that. So you kind of just, 
And you don't, again, I just, I didn't think of it like anything. I hear people talk about their stories. And for me, it just like, I say it casually because it's, to me, it almost seems casual like it almost seems like oh well that's what I was doing I guess even if I didn't want it or like someone like you know brought me with them like it's kind of a I don't know I'm like well this is the life I chose you know which is like such a weird way to think and of course anybody else in the situation would be like oh my god that's so awful but for me I just thought well this is what I chose but I think also there's a level of like at some point you kind of have to just like disconnect from Mm -hmm. it because a lot of that like for any woman listening, like that is, I'm sitting here being like, sorry, you woke up in the back of the truck. Like, that's so scary. Yeah. I do think obviously when you're on drugs though, everything can become way less intimidating mm-hmm. because you, your senses are like not heightened whatsoever. You're just like kind of in a sedated state. Yeah. So like you can't really, you don't have the ability to like make maybe the decisions you would make when you're sober. Oh, for sure. Um, But when you look back at yourself in those situations, yeah. like, how do you feel? It's almost like I just don't even don't, know that yeah. life. You know, it's kind yeah. of like my high school life. I don't know mm-hmm. that life. I don't know. Like, there's so many stages I look back on and I'm like, oh, I don't even like recognize. Yeah. Like, I remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, But some of it I don't even like recognize. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was just so, such a different person. And it almost it almost seems like I'm telling a story. You know what I mean? Like, it almost doesn't seem like my life. It's almost right. like this is a story about this girl. But like it like, you know, and I it took me a while. I didn't go to therapy for like a really long time. And even in therapy now, I like don't talk about it because it's just like, it's not trauma to me. You know, stuff yeah. that happened to me as a kid too. I'm just like, oh, it's not trauma. Even though like it is. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I don't like, it's like, it's not something I'm like uncomfortable talking about. But with like therapy, I like don't get deep into it because I'm like, it's fine. And they're like, no, it's not. But I'm like, to me, it's fine. Like, you know, it doesn't, I don't think it affected me, but they're saying it does. And it probably did because I mean, I am kind of, I was messed up for a long time. So, well, yeah, I think a lot of the time it's like the body keeps things mm-hmm. in, but like, if you've done such a good do- job of essentially like dissociating from it, yeah. like I get what you're saying. Like you're telling the story, but you don't personally feel yeah. that affected by it right now. Cause you have survived through it and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't really like connect to that person anymore, yeah. which I think is how a lot of people survive. And I think there's also like a stigma where people, which I completely understand when people would look at you being like, well, you have to figure it out and you have to solve it. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of people that don't want to go and relive some things. And I think that's okay obviously if it's like significantly affecting your life to this day where like you're having like whether you're feeling like if you're having sex you're getting triggered or you're having ptsd or flashbacks like that's usually when to like open it back up but like definitely I I think everyone has to figure it out on their own time yeah I definitely had that I've definitely had that where I had to like talk to someone because it was like if someone like touched me like I was you know it's like just dealing with all that stuff so I've definitely dealt with that for sure but yeah yeah I'm curious like going through that with men and like being in positions where obviously I'm sure like you've kind of alluded like there's taken like taking advantage Mm -hmm. moments like how did you kind of like rebuild your relationship to men I think I just like always hated men and I feel like I'm still kind of there especially like giving birth I just had like such bad experiences with men like not understanding postpartum like just so I just and I just all my life is just like any type of men I'm just like I don't know I feel like I wanted their like validation and they were all awful so I feel like I have still such a strong hatred I think if there's anything to fix it's like maybe my hatred towards men and like it's like it's not even just like me being this feminist men suck you know it's just like I really dislike them and when I like have to talk to a straight like this year I really made a conscious effort to do only female podcasts like I'm like don't want to talk to like men like I don't know what it is and it's like that's obviously not right either you want to like be equal and like you know not hate men yeah no but I get what you're saying I think like when you've been like fucked over or wronged Mm -hmm. by men or even just as simple as like 
they don't understand women and there mm. are some men that when you're actually looking at them in the eyes you're like oh you don't get what i'm talking no. about you don't get what i'm like even trying to say to you and that can Mm-mm. be so infuriating and it's not worth our time sometimes like yeah. it's not our job to educate men on why we should be treated equally to them or why we should like have respect oh, like yeah. if you're talking so there are some men that are great like your of husband course. seems great yeah. but like overall i get what you're saying of like the trauma of having men fail you so many times yeah. in your life why would you like them yeah and that's how I feel. And you're right. There are, there are like, my husband's like amazing. Yeah. And I have like a friend that has like an amazing husband too. And it's like, there are some good ones. But then you hear on TikTok so many horror stories of men that don't want to change diapers or they don't want to like be plan the wedding or they like just constantly totally. like, like that to me is like so, and I hear it all the time. I'm like, God, that's so like triggering. I'm right? just like, you know what I mean? Just the way they treat women. It just makes me so upset. I don't know. It's so fucked mm-hmm. up. And then to see like how many women, men then want to have like a say on what women do with their bodies. Oh, like, uh, well, that's a whole other, that piss, yeah. Girl. That's but- what I'm saying with like postpartum or hormones when you're pregnant, all the stuff, you know, all the abortion stuff. And so it's just like, it's infuriating right. that like men have a say, period. And I just feel like men should not have a say ever about anything. Like ever. just don't say anything. Like giving birth, giving after, like after I gave birth, I had so many guys online like criticize me for taking fentanyl for having a C-section because I was, you know, I had an addiction to like drugs at one point and like oh well she said she never took drugs but she took fentanyl for a c-section I'm like they they make you because they're cutting you open right. like I don't get the choice not to really so yeah and so I think all of that really made me hate men even yeah. more and yeah. straight and gay because you know what I mean like they both kind of don't get sometimes so I was like ugh. so even I had like a hairdresser I was just like I had all this now it's like okay now I'm letting gay men back into my life for <laughs> but like the straight man is still hard for me you know what I mean and it's it's one thing and I think because I'm married now I don't even really need them as I yeah. used to think I needed them in the past with like dating and stuff when you're in the dating world like I'm sorry but like yeah. I get it women are always going to try to like look cute for the date mm-hmm. and look this way and talk this way like there are little things we always do because we still live in a man's world oh, so yeah. it's like we have to be delicate with how we unravel it but once you're in a healthy safe relationship it's kind of nice you're right to be like I now don't need, need men. Yeah. And, and if I'm going to interact with men, it's going to be on my terms. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best feeling. I it's just it. so great. And I'm like, I don't care if I'm skinny enough. I don't care if I'm if there's a prettier girl in the room to me. Like, none of it matters, you know? So it's just like, it's so freeing. It's so wonderful. Like you said, if you're in a good relationship, the totally. wrong relationship will make you feel the opposite. <laughs> that's almost worse than being in the dating Oh, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful. you like, oh. yeah. And I'm sure spiraling. like I'm sure so many women, including ourselves sitting here, have been in those type of relationships mm-hmm. where you're like, I am a shell of a human I was I was better off when I was dating a bunch of assholes but going on dates rather than being with one guy that has your claws and you that's so like manipulative and like emotionally or physically abusive whatever it is like the worst calling you crazy judging what you eat conning how many nuggets you eat it's like that to me and I thought I was like so in love and then you look back and you're just like oh my god this person like hated me but I was trying so hard everything I could and I'm like and it's happened yeah it's happened I've only been in like two relationships so it's like both my relationships are you had a man that would count how many chicken nuggets you would eat what the on fuck? camera <laughs> no yeah it's like still out there it's like compilations of all the time yeah <laughs> it's like that to me is the most traumatic thing of my life I've been kidnapped probably over 40 times but that was the most traumatizing <laughs> thinking about it I like disassociate right now I'm like oh no I like get scared I don't know it's like such a weird thing you're like leave me the fuck alone let me eat my nuggets in peace you piece of shit it was <laughs> It's like so it's actually like traumatizing when I think back I'm like oh my god and to this day I literally had a cry the other night like we were eating pasta like something triggered me from like that relationship and I was just like 
And it's so weird. Like I'm so like I never think about it or whatever. But there's like this like I was eating this pasta and I was like, oh, my God, I just started like crying. And I was just like, I feel like a disgusting person for eating this. And my husband is like so great. He's just like pasta is like the most like popular food. It's in every country. Like what? Like it's totally normal for you to eat this. Right. It's like <laughs> it's like wipe your tears and eat your pasta. Yeah. Kosha. Yeah. <laughs> OK. I read a study that like pasta makes you happier. Yes. I repost that on my Instagram all Me the time. Too. I always need to see it. Yeah. I was like, repost. I'm like, absolutely. Happier. Yeah. Let's go. Pasta every it is night. True. I, we oh. eat, I eat pasta every night. Usually I don't care. And then like, I don't know. There are days. Started a spiral for some I reason. I totally get it. Yeah. When you were talking about your time in LA and like struggling mm-hmm. with drugs, did you ever have like a rock bottom moment where you're like, I've got to. So many. So many. That really? was that was rock bottom moment in like when I was nineteen. That happened. Like I literally, I lived next to his name was Christopher Dennis. He was the Hollywood Superman. There was a documentary made about him, and he he recently passed. He was so sad. But he um he found me just completely like in piss and shit, all this stuff. Because my my apartment didn't even have a doorknob. It was on. Uh, Yucca and Highland there was like no doorknob I think it's still there it's like behind a liquor store now and he like found me and like my dad and I hadn't talked for like two and a half years at this point and I don't know how I don't know if he called him whatever but my dad like showed up took me to like Riverside Hospital I was in there for like three weeks in like 2007 2008 and um yeah and then I I kind of got a little better then my dad was trying to get me back to go to college did that for like six months and then I moved back out again (laughs) My mom came out. So, but that was a rock bottom. And then 2019 was my rock, rock bottom. 2019 was my, the meth. I was in three mental hospitals. I, that's when I was like really hardcore into meth. There was two guys that I dated, um, who both have since passed from, um, overdoses. And, um, yeah, I was just, I was just wild. I think I slept with probably like 200 guys that one year, three mental hospitals, like just really beside myself the internet oh my god everybody was making like hate videos about me like PewDiePie made a hate video I was like oh my god like what did I even do so it was like my rock rock bottom and which is ironically I was the skinniest so (laughs) sometimes it's like I want to be skinny and then I was like oh maybe not that 2019 was rough oh my god wow but that was and that's documented that 2019 that was a rough year for because you were on YouTube at that point yeah I was making like a lot of videos there's a lot of deleted videos with the people I was with um yeah, it just was really like crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about your OG YouTube days yeah. because yes, mm-hmm. there were some videos put out that like people considered controversial and people like mm-hmm. tried to bring your old YouTube videos back to this mm-hmm. day. Like you got involved in like I feel like a good bit of drama back then. Like when you look back at the OG YouTube days, mm-hmm. how do you feel about them and how would you even describe them? <sighs> It's like so many eras of YouTube too. Like the OG ones were just like so great. It was like well, before you could make money on YouTube, it was just like fun. And then you start making money and then it's like where do you find your niche? Like I said, I never felt like I had like talent. So I was like, what can I do? Oh, I can like piss people off. I can do this. So I definitely went like the trolling route because it was like the most money I ever made without having to like strip or hook. And I was just like, this is it, you know? So yeah, I definitely had a lot of like problematic videos and just stuff that like I ne- didn't necessarily even think. I think if I was like me, I could like hold stronger to like, oh, I was just like young or whatever. But it was just like stuff I'd hear other people say that were like, and I would just like repeat it. I just wanted to be shocking and, um, you know, and I like I totally own up to it. And I look back at my videos. And I'm like, well, you know, some of them are pretty bad, but. I try to give myself grace and forgiveness with that because I used to be really hard on myself. I'm like, I know I suck. I'm problematic. And to this day, like I don't get sponsored on my podcast. Like shout out to our Patreon. Like our Patreons do it. And so, so it's, you know, it's great. But um, yeah, I definitely forever have like this like mark on me on the internet of like kind of like mm, she's a little controversial or, you know, you just people don't want you like around. But, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, again, I my word of wise to people when I see people trolling now on the internet is like just maybe don't because it'll like follow you forever. People will think of you as that forever. 
And rightfully so, like, you know, like those clips will always be out there and people either see the change in the growth or they don't. And I think either one you just have to like work with, you know. But I do think it's helpful that you're like explaining your backstory. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it today, because it's like, for sure, I bet I'll get comments being like, why the fuck are you having Trisha Paytas on? Like, (laughs) what the fuck? I totally understand that. I also, though, think it's important. Like the fact that you just said, like, I could make more money doing this than stripping and Mm. hooking. It's like okay like it's good to know someone's backstory and I think when again when you're saying those type of things usually the people that are saying those things you're not in a great place never oh my gosh oh back then I just couldn't I didn't care about me my I didn't think anything of the future I was just like I need to make money now I'm just gonna piss people off I don't care I don't have friends for a reason never thinking like it would be a full career or anything you know that's what I also think sometimes like people feel like they're lucky because they can make their fake accounts but like god forbid one day all of your fake account comments and trolling and you like telling people to go kill themselves or whatever like there are people on the internet that are so ruthless but they don't have the balls to do it publicly and have their own name on it if that god forbid you walked into work one day and all of your comments were placed on your own desk like would you be fired or not and i think it like if you look inward all of those people are not in a good place and clearly you weren't either yeah and you've kind of had this like redemption arc but like when you look back do you think you were addicted to the drama once you started to see the money oh yeah I Mm -hmm. mean for so long like a good like 10 12 years I was so addicted I was just so miserable so like Mm -hmm. any attention was good attention money was just money you know what I mean so it just yeah it's it is crazy but I did reap the karmatic you know effects of it all so it does like you said even the trolls I think it I think it's so real I think karma is so real and like I've reaped all of that <laughs> 10 times over I'm sure and still do to this day we get a sponsor and like everyone harasses them like don't so we lose at this point I'm like don't even give us sponsorships because I just know that har- so it's fine luckily I have my ways to make money but yeah you just you, you reap it for a long time so totally. <laughs> why do you think though second chances are so important because I think people do like change I think majority of humans evolve as human beings especially when you get older when you're find happiness when you find love like you mean people do change and I think like that's the whole point of humanity right is like the evolution of it all like I think our society shows that like you know from like us in like the 60s you know with like segregation stuff you know I think it's like just shown like obviously people are cha- like change yeah. so I think that's important otherwise you never like never can grow and never can yeah. like you know um, but yeah, I've had second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. So I'm appreciative of all of them. Yeah. Some people don't deserve them. Some people don't want to give them to you, but I do think it's important to like try to see people changing. Yeah. I think, I really think people do and can. I agree. I think also it's really difficult on the internet when you have a persona that I even feel it sometimes. Like I mm. feel like sometimes I've met people and they're like, oh my gosh, like I thought you were going to be such a bitch. You're going to be this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. like. I mean, I don't know. You can be honest, like what you yeah. thought of before you met me. Yeah, because you just hear all the stuff, right? You hear all yeah. the drama. And so yeah. you're just like, wow, she's a ruthless. She's this. And you know, not yeah. to say I don't judge because obviously I know, like I know how people take things. But you hear those things or just how, I don't know, you think someone's just going to be arrogant or whatever because totally. you have all this like money and you're skinny and you're pretty. So you're like, well, you just know, you know, I think you have the assumptions. Again, at this age, I don't. I'm just like, and I was, I was surprised the energy you have is just so different than like people would think. Thank you know you. what I mean? No, I, I appreciate you saying that because I think that's the point is like we see people online and most of the time we never get to meet these people in person so like there's a image online that people will like assume of you and it's really fucking hard to break away from that and so obviously like I know my 
my, the way that I got through it was like, I know the truth and I know what happened and I know I feel like I can go to sleep and I'm a good person and I have good people around me. And like, and if I'm good with my life off the internet, I think then I did become a better version of myself on the internet because it's like when all you are looking for is validation from the internet, which it seems like at one point that was, you didn't have friends. You were really in a dark place. Like you're going to just say some crazy fucking shit and you don't give a fuck. But I do think second chances, you're right, are important because like I'm so proud of the growth that I've had. And I know you feel the same way about yourself of like, of course we've changed. And of course now, like when you have things you care about, everything is put in perspective. Oh my God. So different. Now it's like, oh, I don't want to embarrass my husband. I don't want to embarrass my daughter. You know, you're like, so it changes everything about you. That's what I knew. Like I had to change all of it. And it just... And I, I really do feel it. And I'm like, people can see it or they don't see it. I don't care because I, I could feel better. But it does feel, especially right now, that people have like seen it. And it's not me saying I've changed this. You know, it just took time, you know, I think with anything like just public feuds, anything, you know, people always, you know, there's always sides that people pick without knowing the full truth. And it's just like getting through that. And it doesn't really matter at the end of the day what people think, you know, about it. It's like totally. some people are going to think I'm this person, something, whatever. It's but, okay. Yeah. Right. As long as you know who you are. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to play. A I love game. your giant cards. Oh my God. Huge. <laughs> I love them. Huge. And there's like tiny little writing. I I'm like, okay. <laughs> Let's play a game. Yes. I'm going to give you a topic and I want to hear your opinion on okay. it. Reusing nudes. Oh, uh, yeah. I do it all the time. My oh. office is still that. It's just old nudes from 2020 and people still, new people come in. I sell them. Oh, slay. Or just like sending you, I mean, sending them too. But don't you can tell now. I feel like you can mm-hmm. tell by the dates mm-hmm. now. People say, I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you send nudes? Were you someone who sent nudes? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, love And you've never good posted nude. nudes online. I've never posted nudes online. I just was such a nude girl. Like, I remember I dated this guy that was obsessed with nudes to the point where it was, like, very unhealthy. Oh. And he was, like, literally. Like, every day you're no, sending him them? Li- I would be oh, at man. work, Trisha. And this man would be like, come on, like, can I get a pic? And, like, I was in such a bad relationship with him that, like, I knew that, like, if I didn't, like, if, is another girl going to send him a nude? So I would feel yep. so insecure. So there I was at work with, like, my, my, like, pencil skirt on. And I'd, like, mosey my way over to the no. bathroom. Oh, you took him fresh. I thought you'd have like a library. <laughs> no, 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 trust me. Wow. I and oh my god, like I would absolutely edit them. I would like go oh. back. I know, literally, slay. I I would slay. I would be at work on the clock, getting paid. I would go what? take it in like the um handicap bathroom. Sorry, oh my like, god, it was fine. bigger, but bigger, and like yeah. I needed my privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God forbid someone walks in in the stalls and yeah. I'm like getting that ass shot. Well, like, I'm sure if there's a handicap person walking, you'd give them the stall. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would get out and I would go back to my yeah. desk and I would like look around. And I would always had a girl behind me. And whenever she would go to lunch, I would pull up my nude. I would go on pick <gasps> monkey and I would start like rearranging, like make the ass fatter. Like, no. everything. And then I would like send it off to him and be like, here you go. And he'd be like, so hot, so fire. And then I would save those though. And then obviously like if I was talking to another guy that day, I'd be like, mm, here you go. Oh my gosh. So, like, <laughs> I loved a good nude. I thought that I, it almost became like an art form at one point. Right. You know, like you really get those angles. You learn oh, how yeah. to like make it look good. Like I love to good news yeah like it was fun and then oh my god like I've definitely sent like some videos and like all that stuff but I never went I never made money off of it no never I, would it ever get out no one ever posted on that video? no because I think like I know the amount of people that I've sent it to like I know those specific guys okay and if they ever did like I think they know I would try to sue them so I think they're like too scared especially now I feel like they would put you out there because you're you right and, but yeah. I'm like yeah but like try me let's go to court motherfucker but god forbid like I ever feel like I gotta pull out I'm gonna bring out my I have literally an old nude like catalog like oh, album yeah. like yeah me like, too. you know you've got that macbook that you've got it on yeah. and you're like oh which one should i use today your retirement plan <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I should change the album name from old nudes to retirement, retirement plan. plan. I mean, it's kind of like everyone's doing it now, but I get you. I totally get you. <laughs> meeting your celebrity idols. Have you ever, who are your idols? Oh, oh I love meeting celebrity idols. Yeah, <sighs> I think, I think like the bigger the idol, the nicer they are. I feel, I feel like when you like, like a D-list person, they have like, you know, maybe like Tom Sandoval or something. I don't know. I don't really know him, but I just know he's all over TikTok. Like, he probably won't be nice. But I've met like Quentin Tarantino, Eminem. The weekend just sent me a DM. And I feel like the bigger they are, the nicer they are. Wait, I saw yeah. you talking about this on your podcast. Yeah. What it was the DM from him? Literally, I was on a podcast like two weeks of the Zach Sang show. And I was like, oh, I, I pay for music. And I'm like, I just bought like six of the weekend songs. And he's like, thanks for the support. Me and my team appreciate you. Like, sent me a DM. And I was like, wow. <laughs> he cares that I spent $6 on his music. No. Everything. They do. Because yeah. I. <laughs> I think I saw who did I see I think I saw Snoop Dogg recently saying like there were a billion streams oh, yeah. and he made 40k yeah. from it no that's wild to me that's why I buy the music off iTunes and I still do and they appreciate it I mean I was shook I was like oh my god Abel's in my DMs was crazy I'm like yeah. literally maybe they need to start an OnlyFans like yeah. fuck <laughs> I know. he's like babe thanks for the six dollars you're like babe literally get an OnlyFans I was like, like let's go he would make bank if he like, was on OnlyFans fuck. well I mean the idol was basically like OnlyFans it was just him like fucking Lily Rose Depp and I loved it that's how I became a fan this year I saw the idol and I was like Whoo! That was crazy. I never get horny about anything. And like literally that show made me like crazy. Okay. Taco Bell. Um, pass. Is this a, what are we playing? Are we doing pass or smash? <laughs> Am I rating this? Taco Bell, no. <laughs> I just, I love how also like you're right. We've kind of changed the game for every single what question. What was the game originally? Uh, oh, I want to hear your ta- opinion on. Oh, okay. Okay. okay got Taco it. Bell. Um, I'm not, a t- I love fast food, but I'm just not a Taco Bell fan. What's your favorite fast food place? Um, McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, just because there's one close to us. I always get the nuggets. Right now they have adult happy meals. Oh, wait, I think we're boycotting McDonald's, maybe. Oh. I think everyone told me we're boycotting them. We why? Um, oh. I don't know. I don't get political, but I think something is happening with them. So I'll be on a strike until the strike is over. But <laughs> Where are you going to get your nuggets? Oh man, maybe Chick-fil-A. Oh, Although Chick-fil-A is controversial, too. We get fuck them. I know. They don't support the gays. Oh, no. A lot of my gay friends love Chick-fil-A, so I go with them. Uh, fuck. Everything's controversial. That's interesting. <laughs> if you go to Chick-fil-A with one of your gay friends. I think it's fine. Then it cancels it out. I think so. They love it. So, uh, Chick-fil-A gay. I love fast food, but they're all problematic. They are. Okay, so Shit. McDonald's first, then Chick-fil-A. Do you like Wendy's? Or- I love Wendy's spicy nugget. I'm just oh, a nugget person. Nuggets. So I only get nuggets at all these places. What do you dip it into? Yeah. Oh, nothing. No sauce. Yeah. What? I have no sauce. Yeah. I recently heard Jenna Ortega said she has no sauce too. I'm like, no sauce girlies get it. Wait. Never. This is crazy. There's no live. Try to find a clip of me eating sauce. You <laughs> Actually, there's clips of me trying sauce, but oh. I don't like, like it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you, so you don't like ranch dressing? No. Oh I don't God. like any sauce. Like no barbecue, no ketchup, no mustard. Your whole life. Yeah, I'm just like, I like a plain. I'm very, my tastes are plain. I love like butter noodles. I love chicken tenders, like pizza. Like that's what I like. Yeah. I have food for you to try downstairs. Now I'm like rethinking really? everything. Did you make it? Um, I'm having someone make it right now. Oh my, booze. No, no, oh my God. No, 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 you have no, a content no, house no. with a chef. I like, just, you live here like, no, just to shoot I, here. I was like, wow. I just begged someone downstairs. I'm like, listen, there's this one pasta that I want Trisha to try. Do you think? Wait, what? Yeah, I want you to try what it. What kind of pasta You know how it? like girls are like, oh my God, like I have my like, like my girl dinner and it's like yeah. when the men are away the girls will play and like yes. you make like just dumb shit that like men would be like I'm not eating that shit yeah. so like I grew up on this like spaghetti sauce that my mom would make me mm. but it's like this like progresso like I don't even want to progresso yeah <laughs> is that like wait what oh progress it's like prego sauce 
Because I do like, I like pasta sauce. I'm trying to figure out progresso sauce. <laughs> I love a jar sauce if that's what you're talking about. Okay. Is that progresso? It's, it's, I have prego. <laughs> I can't breathe. It's in a it's in a jar, and I swear to God, Trisha, I want you to try it. Like I know you like plain stuff. Like I'm interested to see your take. I love pasta sauce. Okay, I love. We're gonna film it downstairs. Okay, but like it's good to know. Where's that going? (laughs) Yes, bonus content. (laughs) Where does that gotta get that coin, girl? (laughs) I love it. I know. Same, same, same. (laughs) I'm like, you're gonna stay for ten hours, right? (laughs) I love it. We're good to go. (laughs) I will. Um. Okay. So no to Taco Bell. No Taco Bell. Okay. I'm crying. (gasps) Okay. Internet trolls. What is your opinion on them? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, well, I have a soft spot for them because I was an internet troll for a minute. Now I can't stand them. I see people like yelling at the camera being ridiculous. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to haunt you forever. <laughs> you should literally on every time you see somebody doing trolling videos be like, trust me. Don't stop. stop. Yeah. There's that girl, that pearl girl out there now. And I'm like, girl, let's pump the brakes. This is going to follow you forever. Dude, wait. I feel like I know who you're talking about. She's like mean. anti. Yeah, she's like kind of anti-woman, I think. I don't know. She's like a woman, but like hates women. She's like, oh, if you're if you're divorced, you're less than. Or if you have sex before marriage, like they don't want you. I don't know. She's kind of weird. Does she have like strawberry red hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's made videos about me being no. like Alex Cooper. And I always just stop it immediately. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> never watch the video because I'm too scared. Yeah, I don't no, want to know. of everyone. And I get it. It's like. A stick or something, hopefully. But I'm like, girl, this is like gonna not do well for you because really? you'll like run out of money. Like you'll spend the money. I know. Trust me, I've made like ten million dollars trolling, and I've wasted all of it. I didn't buy a house until OnlyFans. So <laughs> I'm just like, no, girl, <laughs> girl, stop. Stop. I know. She'll but... probably clip this and be like, you fucking whore, shut up. Like, oh, <laughs> literally. Fuck. No, I know. I used to be scared of people talking about me, but I'm like, oh no. I just, I literally like, I have again. It comes from a place of I know what it's like. Like I get it, and I'm just like, oh no. Do you? ever scroll on tiktok and if you hear someone talking about you do you watch the videos oh no I i'm scared i scroll instantly the last i don't even want to talk about it, but the last person i saw talk about me i like literally cried for days what yeah she told me i looked like i had electrocuted hair and i like cried for literally like a week and i'm like why is this affecting me so much it was literally like a month ago and i couldn't stop crying wait i'm so sorry that's yeah. so mean i had a lot of postpartum hair loss okay. but then when i was young people made fun of me for having like frizzy hair it was a whole thing so I kind of so it hasn't happened in so long that someone made fun of my hair I'm used to weight I'm used to acne and I was like oh my god this one like hit this one hit hard that's when it's the most fucked up is if it's something from like when you were younger that was like something you got the shit bullied out of you for and that or that you were just insecure about for yourself yeah when you're an adult and someone picks on it you're like I'm regressing to being 12 right now yeah, and I'm sobbing. That's how I felt. It's like um, that and like eating like chicken parm. Like both of those things are like weird things that you wouldn't think like people call me fat. People call me other things. And I'm just like, oh, I don't care. But those, I don't know. That I'm was like so a, sorry. Yeah. So I, but it's because I like stayed on it for a minute. I saw and I was just like, let me hear what this person has to say. Cause I like the person. Cause I was like, oh, I love this person. I talk nice about them all the time. And I was like, oh shit. And then I was like, Dude. yeah. Um, so uh, I, and I, I like, I don't like to be in like the drama of it all, but I was just like, damn, that one hurt. That one hurt like hard. It's just like, again, stop being mean to people on the internet like why yeah. are also i just feel like it's so we're so above or we at least some we should be commenting on women's appearance yeah aren't we done with that in, just in, like in general like hair weight i'm just like that's it like right. that's like there should be and again i guess it's like a compliment like that's what you're going for like if that's the only thing but true but it's the worst thing to hear as a woman is like your appearance. You you're know? you're right, and I feel like it's expected from a man because it's like you're dumb. But yeah. from a woman, you're like, you know, it sucks. It sucks because I'm so like pro women now, so I'm very. And I know I haven't always been. That's what I'm saying. The karma kind of comes back to me. I'm like, 
all right, I guess I deserve it. I guess I've talked enough about other people's appearances. No. So, you know, it does come back around. So I'm like, okay, I'll take it. That's how I have to look at it. I'm like, it's just another karmatic You point. got thick skin, girl. Yeah, sometimes. But sometimes. sometimes I really do. Like, I haven't cried in a long time. And I was like, oh, my God, why am I crying? And, like, last night when I cried over the pasta, I'm like, this is very odd. Usually I'm not <sighs> like that. Well, at yeah. least you al- allow yourself to cry. I feel like sometimes people hold it in too much. If you're going to cry, cry and then yeah. keep eating that pasta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's cry go, bitch. Yeah. Cry. <laughs> how do you feel about reincarnation? Do you believe in it? Um. Oof. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? Didn't maybe? I see something on the internet that people were convinced? Th- what is the theory? The, uh, my baby? Yes. Oh, yeah. I did. I did have the. I did birth the reincarnation of Queen Elizabeth last year, I guess. <laughs> Which, you know what? Honestly, makes me believe it. <laughs> Wait, why She's, do people think that? It was so weird. It was the weirdest. It was. The, okay. Literally, someone looked it up. It was the most time I was searched. It was the most searched I've ever been was in September 2022, a week before my daughter was born. Like, more searched than anything that's ever happened in my life. Any controversial thing. What? That was the Google high point. And it was so weird. It was, like, a week before I gave birth, I said I was, like, one centimeter dilated, which is, like, you know, normal, and you're going to give birth in, like, a week or two. Right. But then the queen died the next day, and everyone's like, Trisha just gave birth. And the queen's in. And I was still very much pregnant. I just didn't have my phone with me. It was very... It was so bizarre. Like TMZ was calling my dad, my mom, like everything. It was the weirdest Oh thing. my God. It, you know why you were probably so searched? It's like you kind of like tapped into like you infiltrated the royal family. Like but everyone in England was like, wait, who is this bitch? I need to yes, see. Like yes. is the queenie coming out of that V? Like what the yes. fuck is going on? The day she died, I'm like trending. I have a screenshot like right underneath her. Like what? it's so bizarre. I know. When I announced my pregnancy, everyone's like, uh-oh, King Charles, nine months left. I'm like, no. no. Don't even start it. No. Wait, that I was yeah. It's funny now. At the time, I was actually a little traumatized. I was like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" Like that because I didn't even start it. Like I get if I start my own shit, and I was like, "No." And I was out of drama. I was so out of drama. I didn't have my podcast. I was like not talking about anyone. I was like, "Oh shit, we're back." (laughs) Yeah, not like that bad of drama to be a part of because you're like, "Oh my god," like I just gave birth to like the new queen. Yeah, (laughs) but that's also gonna be such an interesting thing. Like if your daughter Google's herself one day, like oh, not about Google. Yeah, for sure, your queen, and she kind of is. She's very like royal regal. (laughs) She waves to everybody. She's very that, actually. So if I do believe in reincarnation, I do believe that could be, yeah. I don't know how Queen Elizabeth was. I heard maybe she's not a nice person, so maybe she'll be reincarnated as a good person. I don't know. I know nothing about the royal family, but. Okay, how do you feel about retail therapy? Oh, my God. That's all I do all day, every day. (laughs) I spend way too much money. What do you spend your most money on? Purses. I have so many purses. Yeah, I have too many. I probably have, I don't know, maybe 500 purses. I and mean, I sell a lot, too. So I have about 500 purses. In my Wait, company. but you said you never leave your house. Yeah, I just buy it online. <laughs> like, 2020, I bought, like, six Birkins that were, like, a million dollars all together. And now I can't sell them. Ugh, I wish I could. I've had so many Birkins that are ugly. And I'm like, oh, I have, like, a dead ostrich in my closet. And I'm like, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> Wait, and yeah. you like you barely leave your house also. So like where yeah. do you wear them? Dear, you're like, I love your Prada bag. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> this is my only shot to wear it. Oh my god. So like whenever yeah. you're gonna go do an appearance, you'll wear it, but other than that, it just sits in the closet. It just, but my closet's beautiful. It's like sparkles and shine. It makes me really happy. Like they actually just make me happy to look at them. I used to like never wear my purses out. Like I just love to look at them. Look at them. What's yeah. your favorite one? Uh oh, I have the Paris Hilton Birkin, like the pink one with the Swarovskis on it. It's the same uh retailer that got up the Privy Porter. Shout out Privy Porter. She made Paris's bag and then she made mine and I love it. But when you get the aftermarket crystals, they go down in value so much. So I wouldn't suggest that. I bought a fifty thousand dollar rainbow birkin and no one even wants it. I can't even give it away for like eight thousand dollars. So yeah, so don't do aftermarket. <laughs> but I love my pink one. I don't like the rainbow one. Okay, let's talk about sex.
Okay, let's talk about sex. Okay. <laughs> I think that you obviously exude confidence. And I know you have kind of like lately in this interview talked about just like your relationship to men has evolved. Mm-hmm. But to women that are like, Trisha, how the fuck do we get confident in the bedroom? Like what personally would you say makes you feel the most confident in your sex life? Oof. You know what it is? I always say this to everyone is like guys really don't care if they're like with you at that point where they're like undressing you like they don't care. Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. Guys just they kind of get what they get. You know what I mean? They they just are excited to be with you. And I've never I've never been insecure in that way because maybe because I've like hooked and I've been with like a hot, like 500 guys like I mean maybe that made me more confident weirdly. But I've just never had any, like, complaints. And I used to have, like, uneven boobs. Uh, I mean, like, back when I was, like, a hooker, I mean, I didn't shower for, like, five days and they would be fine with it. So I think guys are just kind of nasty and they'll just take what they get. So don't feel bad. If you're hygienic, I think that's a plus. <laughs> if you put on deodorant that day, girls, <laughs> they're fine. Women. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> just do that's, a wash. <laughs> it's such a good point. Men are, like, kind of disgusting. Yeah. And so I feel like sometimes, like, we're in our own heads about, like, oh, my God, do I need to do this? this? No, you don't need to do shit. No. Show up. I – yeah, I've been with, and I've been with all types. And I, I think, like, in, like, I've been saying, like, oh, I've been, like, on the streets or whatever. But I've also been with, like, you know, some WWE wrestlers that, like, prefer a big girl. You know what I mean? And they, like, love it and they can't get enough of it. You know oh. what I mean? So I think there's just, like, types. And some people love a skinny girl, but they're not going to go to bed with you if they want a skinny girl. Whoever's, like, in bed with you, like, wants you. So I don't know. I've never had any complaints. Like I said, I've had, like, my boobs have been uneven. I've, like, it, I've looked crazy so many times. Like, guys just don't care. And I think as long as you're not. I don't know. I've never been self-conscious about that. I don't know why. No, I think that's great. I think that's why I know people want to hear from you on it because I think you're right of like, we are in our own heads so much more than men are. Like if, if you're right, if he's in the room with you and wanting to have sex with you, they're done. Yeah. He's, that's it. They're not going to be like, no, thank you. I've never had anybody like, oh no. You know what I mean? Love Ever. That. Love <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> exactly. Like you got a vagina, they're gonna. Oh not yeah, enjoy yeah. Themselves. Guys are very easy that way. So I always feel bad when girls get like self conscious or something like that. I'm like, they guys want you. Yeah. Like I've had girls write in being like, oh my god, like I'm insecure about my labia or the way it looks. I'm like, don't be. Oh right. Don't be. Yeah. Men don't give a fuck. And people love all types. They love all the outies, the innies, the in betweenies. They love all of it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Um, how old were you when you had your first orgasm? Oh, oh my god, like 32. <laughs> I love that you say that, though, because I think so many women, even if they would lie about it, like, I bet a lot of women feel that same way. Like, they, we, of course, we didn't have orgasms at such a young age. Yeah, I don't know how people do. men don't know how to fucking please us. No, guys don't care about it. Did you give it yourself or did you get it from a guy? Oh, the first time, the first time was with a threesome. It was, like, a threesome. They had one of those. I call them hibachis. They're not hibachi. Are they hitachi? What's hitachi. Yes. Yeah. hitachi. <laughs> yes. Yes. That like changed my life for real. That was like, I was in like this like thruple and they used it on me. And I was like, oh my God. That was when I was like, I didn't know if I was peeing or what. I was like, everything was going everywhere. It was insane. Oh my God. So that was like the first time where I knew what it was supposed to feel like. And that's why I was like, holy shit. Like that was like explosive. So. Wait, that's so funny because Bridget and Holly, when they came on, Bridget was the one that talked about it. She was like with Hef, like obviously we weren't getting off. So we would have these Mr. <laughs> hitachis and she oh. taught me about it. And and now, okay, so this Mr. Hitachi. They're so good. Yeah, and so that was, like, the thing where I was like, oh, that's what – even when I did OnlyFans, like, all my squirting ones are with that because it's just, like – it's just so intense. It's like, if you don't know how to do it or whatever, because I'm like, how does that even happen or you're scared to? It, like, forces you to. Yeah. I mean, with your consent. Wait, right. Yeah. It forces <laughs> it you, like, but force you're the you one pressing the button. Like, you're yeah, consenting. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you don't even have a choice because it's so much pressure, and you're just right. like, well, this is going to happen. Here we go. Yeah. Wait, that's so interesting. It's amazing. So if you have, like, trouble orgasming or you don't know how it's supposed to feel, like, 
highly recommend going on like the big setting of those and just get it going yeah 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 wait when you say you were in a throuple was it for just sexual or were you actually in a relationship with a couple it kind of was just sexual but they did come to my birthday party I think she's done like videos about me I think she did an interview was about someone it was like my first like throuple relation they were gorge oh my god she was like hot you know fake implants he was like gorge six-pack anesthesiologist like they were really gorge and um yeah I think it was just like my tinder year I think that was 2019 but it was uh they were it was great I don't know I think I was just like so curious about everything how do you even get involved in that like do you like did you meet her or him tinder oh oh him on tinder yeah and then he's like this is my girl they show right away that this is my girlfriend I was like oh well this could be exciting you know what I mean and it was it was actually really really fun yeah and how did how do those things end it was fine honestly I think um what was that one what was that one I know I'm trying to think I was dating a lot of people at the time I was like dating so many people so I think I was just like not like looking to date I think they wanted to date date and I was kind of like not looking for that yeah like three people in a relationship is tough oh I don't know how they do that yeah but they did that all the time with people and I think they wanted to bring someone in like to date Wow. And I don't know if I think for me, I was like, oh, I'm going to introduce like my parents, like my mom, you know, I'm really close with and not that she's like not judgmental, but I don't right. think she would get it. Like oh this is my boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know. OK, no, I get that. You're like, hi, this is my couple. Yeah. And I'm the third. It's still bizarre. Yeah. I see it on TikTok and I think more power to people. But I'm always like, this is it's still bizarre to me. I get that. maybe it'll get more normalized. So the Mr. Hitachi, yeah. what are, I was going to say, what are your top three like sex toys in the bedroom that you would recommend? So one is Mr. Hitachi. What are another that's two? The, that's the first. Um, hmm. I think that's pretty much it. I've been liking plugs lately, which I normally don't love a, like an anal thing, mm-hmm. but I just think they look really pretty and it feels like it just feels more pressurized. And I've been really into like that lately. I agree. Um, it's great. I think like try out plugs and I think it kind of just like, I don't know, it just feels good if it's not anything else, just gives you like a little more added pressure. I completely agree. I've never had like a gangbang, but I'm assuming that's what it feels like, right? you like, you're all your holes filled. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I don't know what a gangbang is. I love you, <laughs> Trisha. That's what I would imagine. <laughs> Not to say I want all my holes filled, by the way. I usually prefer just sex. Like, we do vanilla sex, but I love it. Like, it's like my fave. I don't need two things filled me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the plug can just be, like, there. It's fun. It's fun for, like, an added, like, bonus. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just vanilla, actually. When it comes to, like, sex, I kind of just, like, love to have sex with just as is. Just, I like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Do you, if you have advice for someone, like, how do you approach your partner if you want to try a new thing in the bedroom? I don't know. I guess just be honest. Yeah. Although, you know, I've had people ask me to do some weird stuff and I'm like, that's weird. Right. So I don't know. I'm like the last person to ask about this kind of thing. Right. Like try to read the room. <laughs> Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. Like know your partner. Yeah. Like if he asked me to do something freaky, I might like look at him kind of weird. I don't know. Right. Like I'm like, done. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. I've had people like ask me to like hang upside down and like weird stuff. I'm just huh. like, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's like a thing with like swings. I'm just not. Hang upside acrobat. down. Right. Like how would they fuck you if you're hanging upside down? They're, yeah. It's like the swing and you're like upside down and I guess they I don't know I I didn't do it because I'm like that looks so dangerous it was yeah. like high up and I just like get a headache yeah I don't like it I don't like anything that involves like hurting blood any of that stuff like people always want to like slice you open and stuff and I'm like no thank you <laughs> have you have you had someone ask yes Trisha, multiple times they want to slice you open yeah are you fucking like, army hammer you, like, a fish. Like, yes not him oh someone close actually when that came out I was like wait and then I was like oh no it's someone who kind of looks like him no way yeah. I think celebrities can be like the freakiest especially like those kind of celebrities right. that are like D-list you know they're kind of like freaky you, you know? know Tom Sandoval's cutting them yeah. up like <laughs> 
Whoa. For sure, so yeah. you've had people literally be like, they want to, what do they do? They just want to cut you or drink oh, your blood? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Just drink the blood and also just like slice you like on your stomach a little bit. Cause they say it's like has fat there. So you can't die. Like you can't bleed out. I don't know. I've had a couple of people say it. Yeah. And what do you say? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I can't do that. I don't do, know. Do you proceed to have sex with them or do you just leave immediately? Um, Leave immediately. Okay. <laughs> No, leave immediately. <laughs> the one that wanted me to hang upside down, I guess I stayed with. He was kind of, he kind of looked at Marilyn Manson a little bit. He kind of had like those vibes. So I was into that for a second. I'm like, oh yeah, this is my, this is my person. But um, yeah, I just said I like couldn't do it. Like physically couldn't do it. You're so. funny. This yeah. is hilarious. Um, <laughs> at some point you can talk about this because I feel like no podcasts talk about sex. So oh I, my like, God. Oh yeah, you're on Spotify. So yeah. <laughs> you're not demonetized on YouTube. I'm like YouTube, they can't say anything. Oh so no. I'm like, let's it. talk about everything. Yeah, no, that's great. It's so funny. What do you think of for advice for someone who wants to lose their anal v card like give us the advice trisha oh let's take some poppers you know loosen it up a little bit because that's the only thing i could think of right but do you even enjoy it no i mean like i said i love the plug recently but i don't love i don't love like anal penetration because you know what it is i just eat so much food and i know you're not supposed to eat a lot before like you know girls that do only fans you're supposed to like clean it out guys too all my gay friends like yeah you can't eat before and you're like i was like yeah that's the only time we have sex is like after we eat so i was like well i don't want no i don't want to put my butt after we eat right like i want my nuggets and i want (laughs) my pasta exactly oh my god could you imagine having anal after lasagna (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i could imagine that just involuntary everything I'm dead. I'm, I'm, I'm a bad, like, anal. I'm not an anal queen, that's for sure. But, um, you know, try it. Maybe start with some a finger or something, you know. A little pinky. A little pinky. See if you like it. Some oh. people really love it. I don't I, know. I get it. I think the I think the pinky is a good way to start. Yeah, You're right. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm loving your advice. Okay. So the daddy gang wrote in some scenarios yeah. that they're going through right now. There's drama in their life. Okay. And you're not a part of drama right now, no. Trisha. You're clean. You're free. You're like, ooh. Yes. I. But now we need to read their drama and help them with their okay. drama. Okay. So someone wrote in and said, my brother's messages linked to my laptop. And I just found out that he and my best friend have been seeing each other behind my back. I'm so traumatized from seeing these texts and pictures. There are so many messages of them talking about how I'll how I'll react if I find out, but it's so hot that they're sneaking around. Lately, when she comes over, it seems like she's there for my brother, and the two of them actively leave me out. How do I confront them about the situation, and do I bring up the fact that I saw their nudes? No, you're the sister. Like, what? Why do you care? Stop. <laughs> That's weird. What is she going to say? I saw your nudes, brother. You're hooking up with a girl. That's not me. How dare you? Like, what? That's the weirdest question I've ever heard. <laughs> That's right. If it's your brother, I can be like, oh my God, what? Like, it's so weird. Like I, Lannister status over there. <laughs> Just like, my brother's fucking someone else. <laughs> I don't like it. It's weird. I'm dying. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like, first of all, no, girl, you're yeah. not telling your brother, like, I saw that dick pic. <laughs> Like, that shit's oh, big. Like, oh, yeah. That's a more on you. I would immediately stop looking at messages. You keep looking at them like a weirdo. I understand the side of, like, your friends lying to you. Like, you would like to know, like, is she going behind your back? Maybe just address it with your friend of, like, hey, I get you're hooking up with my brother. Can you just be honest so it's not awkward? But maybe they're not, like, serious yet. Maybe they're not, like, da- you know, maybe they're just hooking up. Maybe they want to keep it. Like, why do you have to tell everyone your business? Be like, oh, yeah, we're actually having sex if that's okay with you. Not quite dating. We'll let you know when it happens. Like, it's weird. I don't know. Trisha, this is where <laughs> friendship gets a little oh, yeah, complicated. Yeah. I don't have friends, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm dead. 
don't listen to me on that one. No, no, no. I definitely, I think you're right about the brother thing. Like, don't yeah. fucking tell him, like, I saw your nudes. Like, leave the brother out. Right, right. I think you could go up to your friend and be like, listen, I don't care what you and my brother are doing, but, like, I don't want to constantly be sitting in the room and feeling like you guys are, like, keeping things from me. So yeah. just let's be open with it. You guys are fucking fabulous. Let's move on. Okay. Like, you want to know? Okay. I don't think I want to know. I'd be like, just, it's fine. Don't tell me. Like, if you're having sex with my brother, I don't think I need to know. I think I'm good. But if it was your best friend. I guess I don't know that situation. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Maybe. No, you're right. I still don't think I want to know. I don't even want to know my brother has sex with his wife. Like, I just don't want to know any of it. I'm like, I'm good. I actually kind of agree. Whenever right? I think about my brother having sex, I'm like, no, he doesn't. Oh, no. I don't want to know any of those details. No. Don't tell me. Yeah, so, girl, just let it go. Go let have it sex. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let them do what they're doing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and you go date. Yeah. <laughs> Make yourself busy. That might be. Yeah, find something else to do. <laughs> Maybe she needs to get laid. I think that's it. Where it's just like if you're that concerned about your brother's sex life and if they're telling you or not, like, I don't know. Move on. I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying, too. So Okay, next one. <laughs> I have a group of six girlfriends, and we've all been close since high school. Recently, a new girl has been introduced to the group. She hasn't done anything actively wrong, and nobody seems to have an issue with her. But something about this girl just fucking annoys me. Oh, my God. One day... <laughs> One day I had five glasses of wine too many and decided I was going to say something. So I messaged her from a fake Instagram account. Oh my God. I said, stop leeching onto other people's friend groups. It's sad. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Ruthless. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's it's, why I don't have friends. That's so scary. <laughs> oh my God. She said, it's sad and pathetic. They obviously don't want you around and they all feel too bad to tell you the truth. So I will. Oh my God. <laughs> that girl sounds crazy. And I know you don't use that word lightly. No, that's insane. Yeah. She, she found out it was me by the email linked to the account <laughs> and told all of our friends. Now I'm basically booted from the group. What should I do? Oh my God. <laughs> well, good. At least she was booted. At least she got some repercussions. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. That's crazy. This is why I don't want girlfriends. Like, that's so nuts. I just think, first of all, <laughs> if you're going to use a fake account, I've learned. Make a new fucking yes, email, yes. bitch. Go to a different, go to the library, get a different IP address. <laughs> don't let it be traced. Literally, dude, never, <laughs> never. If you are stalking people on your fake, oh don't ever God. let them know it's you. No. Second of all, what is so, what is this girl doing that's so triggering that you felt the need to message her? <laughs> fake account Girl. Like no one likes you do you ever go on your fake account do you have a fake account? i don't have a fake account oh have you it's ever like had a lot to yeah like make a, a whole new account it's a lot no i don't i don't i don't i've never had a fake account i've always just looked from my account but i really just don't look period anymore i used to look and like like find out what everyone's doing and it's honestly life is so much better when i don't look for real so, trisha yeah i used to have one i would say like i would say a year and a half ago i deactivated mine and I've felt lighter. I felt so happier. I've just felt like, why am I stalking an ex? Why am I stalking? Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Or even if I like saw something online, I'm like, why am I on a fake account? If I don't want people to know I'm looking at it, then just maybe I shouldn't be looking That's at it. That's how I feel too. That's how I feel. Like that feels weirder when you go on like incognito and yeah. stuff like that. It feels like you're doing something wrong. I think that the moral of the story is everybody delete your fake accounts. 
you don't need to have a fake account. It feels better. I know how addicting it is because I was so addicted to like Reddit, looking up everybody. I have like, oh, how many views is this person getting now? Like I get it. But it's like so time consuming, so energizing. And like the minute I did like, I stopped in August of this year actually. And like I honestly, like good things have come. Like just like fortune has come, income has come. Like everything has come. Like for real. I'm like, wow. So I just didn't go back to it because like good energy was coming in. I was like, maybe there's something to this. So I was like, let me just stop putting like any sort of bad energy out there. There has to be something to it because yeah. I also think like you're right. I Oh my God. I, do, I think I read the last time I read Reddit I think now is like around two years ago that I stopped and like I remember I was so consumed by it because you're constantly trying to be like okay these people think this about me so then all of a sudden you're like in a video or an episode trying to like appease them yes and when you stop giving also when I look at it I'm like there's like 200 people I'm like whoa we're really like shaking it up here like why am I listening to 200 people if you have like hundreds of thousands to millions of views on something yeah obviously there's people that like what you're doing so keep doing what you're doing exactly and don't give them like energy it feels so much better and honestly like I really feel like there's no I mean maybe because I just don't see it but I'm like oh I feel like the hate's gone my reddits did get taken down like the, no one can start new reddits on me it's like really weird really yeah we did this like documentary on it we like called reddit all this stuff like that and like there's no more reddits mine are like 40,000 people and now there's like no more and it's wonderful so shout out reddit I don't know what they did but anyone who tries to make a new one on me they take down right away so wait that's amazing yeah there's no there's no Trisha Pitt snark reddit so they were like crazy like I was uh, during my pregnancy they were like harassing like my doctors and oh. they were like my baby's like hospital and like they were just like they were being nuts they were putting my baby's like image out there like photoshopping weird things with her so I think they had to take it down because it was like actually that's disgusting. disgusting yeah yeah so I think that like we did this whole thing about it this year because I was like okay what's gonna and then now that it's down it's just like it's great and I don't so I don't like I don't see hate anymore so I don't know dude I swear to god the only place that is there's like main hate is on reddit and if you get that rid of your life you're yeah. like I know. I have no hate anymore. It's wonderful. I was like, no one hates me. No one hates me. (laughs) That's how I feel in my head. And I still feel that way. Live that way, girl. Yeah. Let it live that way. I feel like it's it's like perpetuated itself. Like I feel like it manifested itself. Like I feel like so many people like me now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe because I stopped looking at hate. Done. Now more people like me. Done. Yeah. Let's do one not friendship. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Because all these friendship ones, I'm like, I don't know. How about this? My boyfriend and I have been having ongoing conversations about getting engaged and planning to do that next year. But lately, something has been really weighing on my conscience. My question is, do I tell him that I gave his best friend the Gluck Luck 9000 blowjob <laughs> <laughs> the, the blow on the trip that the two of us met before, obviously, we had feelings for each other? We see this friend oh. quite often, and I'm worried that my boyfriend will feel uncomfortable if he knows oh. that I sucked his friend's dick. Oh, my God. Should I come clean, or is this something that you take to the grave? Oh, my. Wait, did you trademark Luck Luck? I did. I love that. So, so like, when people say it, you, like, get money? I love that. That's so smart. I remember that was such a big thing. Like, I really do. I just remember, like, wow, it was crazy. It's great. It's a great thing. Oh, my God. So smart you trademarked it. The double hand <laughs> twist. Yes. Gluck Luck 9000. You think about the sex toy. That's that. I Gluck know. Because it sounds like a machine anyway. It kind of so. does. Okay. Yeah. Good, good to know. Where it feels like you're like, anyways. Um, I don't know. That's mm. That's tough. I feel like you need to tell them otherwise it's like fraud or something I agree and god forbid like one night like something happens like if you're married and he finds out you never yeah. told him that it could like literally end a marriage yeah you're, like, just tell him just tell him yeah that's and sticky. it was also you guys didn't have feelings for each other at the time right just yeah let it's it a lot about how he reacts to like if he's upset about it then like maybe that's not the one for you right like, and he's like okay it was before we met whatever right like you want an understanding guy yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 are you a jealous person I was I used to be so je- oh my god I would feel jealous like at the beginning of a relationship I was so jealous all this stuff and I had I have his passwords go through his dms every day like i was super jealous but now not at all like i don't really now care. you're fine yeah now you're fine 
I think so, but like, he's so good. Like, he gives me no reason to be jealous. Like, even if, like, girls, like, you know, girls that like me want a picture with him, like, in public, he just says, like, no, because he just, like, doesn't Aww. want that out there. I'm fine with it. I'm, like, literally whatever, but he's very that, so he never gives me reason to be jealous, but. That's the type of man you need in your life. For sure, because I am a jealous. I was I was always very jealous, and everyone, yeah. How I about you? I think I used to be jealous, but because it was coming from a place of insecurity of, like, I, is, I yeah. had gotten cheated on before, mm-hmm. so then I'm, like, oh, my God, like, you must be doing it, too. And so, like, when you're just not in, to- like, healthy relationships, the toxicity you can't help but be kind of paranoid which turns into jealousy where yeah. you're like oh my god like I don't want you out and I don't want you doing this and then you're just like the worst version of yourself yeah it's I think that's like the worst like jealousy and we're together 24 7 so I think that helps too I'm just right. like we're never apart so um right. yeah we're like codependent in that or I'm codependent that way so I don't know but I never of course now I'm like never jealous and he's like right. definitely not jealous like I'll say like oh my god the weekend's so hot or whatever and he's like never gets jealous he's just he's like, like yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah literally I was like oh, I, he's the first one I, I texted when I got a dm from him I'm like the weekend just dm me <laughs> He's like, yes, babe. Oh, yeah. He's like, what are you going to text back? Like, he was so excited. <laughs> if The weekend wanted to have a threesome with you guys, would you do it? Oh, I would. I don't think my husband would. That would be, like, the dream come true. <laughs> I think he's got to do it and just, like, suck it up. Okay? Poor do it Moses, for he's like, no, no. <laughs> I probably wouldn't because I, I, I love him. I love my husband so much. Yeah. But Because threesomes do get sticky. Like, I, yeah, anyone who wants a threesome, anytime I've had a threesome, I feel like it just, like, ends in disaster it does right unless I don't know I feel like with my husband of all people like I know I couldn't with another girl no. I'd be so fucking jealous but I think with a guy I don't think he would I don't know no. I don't know even with a guy I'd feel like kind of weird I, don't, I don't think I would with Matt either I'm like it's just too with when, another girl yeah yeah I don't think it's so. too much see especially if they, if they have sex with a girl like sometimes they don't have sex with the other person but I, I would I'd be livid <laughs> I, I would be literally in the bed like this yeah how people pissed oh the throuple I was in she like loved watching it they got off I was just like this is and I think that's amazing like I like being the third but like I don't know being the main that's bringing in the third yeah you gotta be a strong bitch no I don't know how people do it I'm a different person yeah (laughs) it's a different definitely a different breed which I'm like more power to you but I'm just like I completely agree it's crazy okay I have two more questions for you I like these. What is the biggest misconception people have about you? We're done with the questions. Oh, okay. I like talking about people's drama. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, just put me in. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What is the biggest misconception you think people have about you? I think you know what it is. I think it's just that I've had like bad intentions. I think people think I was like a, I'm a bad person, which I think is like the worst part because through it all of it, like I've never really had bad intentions to like hurt anyone ever. And I think that's like the worst part of it because I'm like truly at like my core. I've never like hated anybody like anything. It's really comes from a place of either like wanting attention, being miserable or being just like completely ignorant. So I like hate that people have like this. Oh, she's a horrible person. I see that all the time and I get why people say it, but it's just like, oh, that sucks because it's like I've never. I've truly never been but I know I like made that bed so like you know it is what it is so I think that's the worst is like I never like had bad intentions no there was never malice behind it I never wanted to like ruin someone's life totally I also think just even from this interview I hope it gives people more clarity too because I feel like I have seen so much of you online but I think this interview like we really kind of went from start to finish (laughs) and it shows your growth of like where you came from like the decisions you made like the headspace you were in and like of course, I'm not saying it was like right, but it's right. like it you people grow and people change. And the fact that you're even able to also like take accountability. And I also love how you're like, but I also get it. And like, I'm not Definitely. asking like, I yeah. think that's also a really mature way to look at it. Like there are just some people that will never look at you or me and like change their opinion. If yeah, they hate of course. It. That's okay. Yeah. But you clearly know like you're a good person and you did all of that in a place of whether it was like you said, like jealousy or insecurity or just being in a bad place. Like, yeah that happens and I think it's obviously we have a social 
footprint that some people don't have that but everyone said dumb shit in their life that can be hurtful or taken the wrong way it doesn't always mean it's coming yes from like a bad intentioned place where you're trying to like actually hurt someone yeah I was never that and I wasn't even diagnosed with borderline until I was 30 31 or something so I was like I had undiagnosed like mental illness for like a really long time Mm -hmm. too and again like that doesn't like excuse it but there like explains more because I was like wow I really can't control myself and then I was like oh this is like why and now I can like work on like now I know how to like control myself and breathe totally do you feel better now when you're going into like doing your podcast do you feel like you now have a better handle on like what you're gonna say and what you're not gonna say as if maybe in the other days you'd be like I'm just gonna spew all this shit and oh yeah I definitely just like take into consideration people's feelings and that Mm -hmm. like people will see it and people Mm -hmm. do like get hurt by it you know what I mean I know like Charlie D'Amelio just did Jay Shetty's podcast she's like yeah people were like really mean to me like really affected me and I was like spiraling and I was like but you know hopefully they changed they have a baby now I'm like oh my god what's she talking about me because I was like and it was like I was so like I was so aggressive for no reason and so like just you don't think like people will see it and stuff so now I just really come at a place where I'm just like I really try to again find the silver lining try to find like the optimisticness and everything you know it's of course fun to like gossip and stuff but I always feel like again if it's something like not nice or someone could hear yeah. that would make them feel bad I'm like it's better just to like you know gossip with your husband or something I was like about that. to say literally just do it not online yeah 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 we all, every human being gossips yeah. everyone wants is it, drama is interesting to us as humans oh yeah just don't put it on the internet yeah especially if it's like not nice if you're like being yeah. mean and that's like I never even privately I never even like make fun of someone's looks that to me is always like weird I mean there's so many other things to say about people out there and I'm like it's just weird when people like attack their looks well that's just like the lowest form of like someone coming at someone it's like you're such like that's just such a weak low blow yeah like and then you obviously have to be like well what's wrong with that person that they're going at someone's looks no for sure if like my husband started like making fun of like a girl i'd be like you're fucking weird and like i feel that way too i'm like it's just a weird thing so it's like there's so many other things to like gossip and make fun of and just you know make light of or whatever but totally (laughs) totally um for those of who may not know trisha attempted to win a guinness world (laughs) record for her speed reading skills. Oh my god. I love how the two of us like I am I have to actively try to talk you slower. Talk so like fast. I can talk so fast. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so happy you're here. Like I'm so I'm, I'm so excited to go try that. Like it's I can crazy. Yeah. talk so I fast. It. And I'm like slow down. I didn't think that about uh, you. Like I did not think of you as like this like really fast talker because you're when so I'm having like fun. poised and like put together. Okay. When I'm having fun with someone, which I am right now, like <laughs> I feel like we're actually having girl talk where yeah. like some interviews I'm like more doing the interviewing right. and like I don't want to be a part of the conversation. I want it to be about them. The but I feel like yeah. our vibe is just like Oh, I love like having, having people. Yeah. yeah, I hate when it's like all about me. Like I love to be like, what about you? Because I need to know where you're coming from. Right. You know what I you're mean? Like, what's going on over yeah, there? Like, Are you judging me, me bitch? <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I feel that. And so, but then because you talk fast, like my best friend Lauren talks so fast. Mm-hmm. that I feel the same way with you where I'm like then I'm just gonna match your energy oh yeah and then when I do talk fast people are like what, what like what the, yeah the fu- so but I feel like people will like it like I know I get on comments on my podcast like oh my ADHD like thanks you because they just like want to keep like keep going at that that's pace. actually yeah. such a good point like yeah. people can just be like shut the fuck up get to the point yeah, yeah, yeah. we're getting there <laughs> we're getting we're moving point. fast okay before you go okay can you just speed read this little oh, message no. to the daddy gang? Okay. You can read through it. It's literally a bunch of like nonsense. It's okay. just like happy new year. And, oh, okay. Like, I love it. I just thought it would be fun wow. for you to just oh, my read fast. <laughs> okay. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Luckily, there's no like too big words. <laughs> Sometimes I get like the, the Guinness World Records is Hamlet's soliloquy. So it was like to be or not to be. That is the question. It was noble in the mind. It was like this whole like really long thing. And it was like, the, I don't even know the words. They were so hard. All right, here we go. Daddy gang, thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. It's 2024. Let's make it the best year ever. It's the year to stop giving a fuck about what other people think. And to own our own confidence. It's the year to try new things. The better we finally have that well-deserved organ. It's the year of the, it's the, year of the giving the gluck gluck 9000 only trademark. If you are also receiving some bomb ass head in return, take risks. Put yourself out there. Don't get too involved with the drama. It's never that deep. Give people second chances and apologize when you're wrong. Pop that pussy, shake that ass. Follow me where no accounts, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Don't be stingy. Spread my OnlyFans. You're feeling it. Child, my podcast. Just, just. I love you guys. Thank you for taking the time to get to know me. I hope this isn't the last time we chat. XOXO. Just pay this.
my outro i love that i would have put more ump into it this is so Trisha, cute that was iconic thanks thank you so much for <laughs> coming you. on Colorado. this was truly so fun yeah I thank, had a great you. Time. Thank, thank you thank you thank <laughs> you Dude, did this episode leave you wanting more? Obviously it did. Daddy gang, here are two episodes I think you'll also like. Go watch Binge Call Her Daddy. Okay, Harry Jossie, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Oh, I'm in my dad era. What would a dad do? Oh, A dad would eat ass <laughs> and suck toes. Oh, I love what? sucking toes. Nessa Barrett, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you. At 18, you got a diagnosis. Borderline personality disorder is very tricky. It's so painful mentally that it starts to physically hurt. And you you can't really control anything. 